Welcome to the We Talk Health Podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashagro, and joining me in the studio today are quite a few people, all from Sports Plus Brownsville. We have Susan Gilbert, Tori Patrick, and we have a special person in the room, Mr. Ricky Reed. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How Good. About I'm pretty fantastic. Thank you guys all for coming in today. And I don't even ask you guys, how are y'all? How's everyone doing? <laughs> We're doing well. Good. Glad you guys are here today. So it's my understanding that we're going to be doing a patient testimonial today. So I guess my first question is, what drew you to Sports Plus Brownsville? What issues were you having, and then how, how were they able to help you? Well, I had uh, an accident on October the 3rd, 2019, which uh, they had to cut me out of my vehicle and oh, wow. uh, fly me to the trauma center. And uh, so uh, I, I had three surgeries, I think three days after I got there. Mm-hmm. And so for, for rehabilitation or therapy, Brownsville, you all were highly recommended. So that's where, I, matter of fact, it's close to my neighborhood too. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. Right in your backyard. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Literally. Thanks for uh, just taking the time to, to hang out with us today, Mr. Reed. And, and what I w- would like for you to do is just tell a little bit about, about that day, because I know that day kind of changed your life, uh, the day of the accident. <clears throat> Started off a normal day normal routines I get up about 4:30 and um, get myself together and uh, I stop by Baskin to get my coffee and my breakfast mm-hmm. which I don't start eating until I cross the Madison County line but I stopped by the church that morning and and uh, make sure things were adjusted for somebody to come do a little work for me and uh, regular routine on my way to work and when I crossed the interstate life changed quickly and uh, found myself under a, a transfer truck. Oh wow. Didn't know I was under a transfer truck <laughs> at the moment. I just knew I wasn't moving. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, and being a little claustrophobic, I tell anybody, I said, I know for a surety God was with me. I know without a doubt. Sure. Cause I would have been just climbing the walls and sometimes just in the house. <laughs> and, uh, but I had a peace, but I was in a situation I was stuck and I couldn't get out. I could move my legs. I could move the right side of my body. Mm-hmm. Left side was it just jammed, so I couldn't do anything. But they said I, I really had a, a sense of humor even in the midst of it all. Because I was sitting there and trying to figure out figure a way to get out the car. But I didn't know how bad my situation was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the impact of it all, you're in shock. Your body's in shock. Sure. Had bleeding on the side, of, there's bleeding on the brain on the left side at that time. I didn't know how severe that was until a guy, he kind of got uh, some kind of, got a rag or something and put it next to my head and it kind of started to begin to put pressure. After this young lady asked me, did I need anything? And I'm just kind of trying to walk back through it now. The only discomfort I really, really had at that moment was that seat belt mm-hmm. being kind of around my neck. And I, she said, uh, can I do anything? I said, well, if you can kind of move the seat belt I don't know where the young lady found something to break the window, found something to cut the seat belt, 
where that came up, but that gave me some relief. And thank God for her because the ambulance got the wrong address. Oh, wow. oh, so this was just like a good Samaritan kind of person who just stopped. Yes, and yes, gotcha. yes. Okay. Well, maybe two cars behind me. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was supposed to be on Highway 70. They went toward Jackson. They were on the Highway 70 going toward Memphis. Oh, I see. And so I was there a lot longer than, you know, mm-hmm. I thought I would be. So that's why I know that uh, there is a peace of God that will surpass it all under human understanding. Because oh, sure. I still don't understand right, it. Right, <laughs> But I'm just glad to show up. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And, and Mr. Reed, I know you sustained several injuries uh, at the time of the accident. And, and one injury involved your hand. Tell me, uh, talk to us about what happened to your hand and, and the surgeries that ensued that. Wow. Okay, once they got me to the trauma center, they were concerned about, because I was in a neck brace, they were concerned about my head, doing the, all of that. But in the meanwhile, um, they were concerned about my, my wrist. And they said, uh, we're going to have to reset your wrist. And I said, okay. Now, they'd already done uh, the plastic surgeon had come and uh, sewed my phone up this side of my face. So, and they did an awesome job. You can hardly tell that mm-hmm. that same day you can hardly tell that they had done it. And so they said, well, and uh, now they gave me, I don't know, I don't know what they gave me while for that so I wouldn't feel the pain. But when they got ready to go do reset my wrist, there was no pain medicine or shot or anesthesia, nothing. Mm-hmm. They said, we're going to reset your wrist. I said, okay. I just got prepped myself and I went and it was just two guys mm-hmm. and me in a, a room. And I'm like, okay, I don't see anything else in here but them. <laughs> So one guy was pulling one direction and another one was pulling the other. That was Ooh. the most excruciating pain I believe it. ever. Mm. Because once they would pull in the opposite direction, then they would do a little twist. And then uh, and they, it took 10 minutes. And I mean, they just, you know, for, for, for a while they just going and they were, gosh, that, that you're talking about pain. I believe it. And at that time, I didn't know my wrist was broken. So were you able to move it before they started resetting it? I don't even, I don't remember. Okay. Because so much was going on just emotionally and family and all of that. Sure. So when they when they did that, they were doing the setting of it. They asked me when they finished, they said, did that hurt? I said, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, well, you didn't say anything. <laughs> I said, I, did, I settled it in my heart that I was going to endure it. Mm-hmm. And I just endured it. If I had to do again, I don't know. It'd be like the time uh, next to my last whipping I got. I didn't cry next to the last one. <laughs> and uh, and uh, mama, my mother told my brother that he's going to get in trouble again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to really get him. So he told me, so when she, the first time she hit me, I just hollered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so but so I don't know if, if it came again. I don't know if I would holler out or not. I don't know. But that day... That was yeah, very painful. So, so after the procedure being reset, you're in a cast or a brace. You know, as a musician, a teacher, a pastor, a music and choir director, you know, what's going through your mind as far as your future and your ability to, to do all of those things again? I don't think I really thought about it. It hadn't really all set in as to what I was going to be able to do because I'm a fighter. So I'm just... I feel whatever it is, I'm gonna overcome this. Mm-hmm. So however, I'm, whatever I need to do, that's what's gonna happen. But I didn't know it was that bad. I'm gonna tell you, see, when they told me I was gonna have to have three surgeries, see, I had uh, two broken bones in my mm-hmm. jaw. 
and broken piece on the back of my neck and the broken wrist and the finger and the end of a finger totally smashed. Wow. And um, so they said they want to have three surgeries in one day. And I'm like, I, I've never wanted surgery. That's why I know God exists. I'm like, he sent somebody by. A pastor came by that Sunday night before surgery. He said, God's got work for you to do. Don't you think he's going to wake you up for it? And I don't know, something about that. I had this peace. Mm -hmm. And so the next day came in the morning. I was fine. They were fussing and arguing over who's going to, who patient I was going to be. And then when they got me out on the floor to go into one of the operating rooms, they were fussing on which one of one I was going to get. He's my patient. He's my patient. And while they were doing that, I went to sleep like in this pod area. So to this day, I don't know what the operating room looked like because I took a nap. <laughs> and when I woke up, <laughs> they were done. And I was still in the same spot, literally right. in the same spot. But what was different, my mouth was sewn together. I had the cast in my hand and all of this. And I'm like, now that was, I guess I was too groggy to even think about being able to play again. Mm -hmm. But, um, and I didn't know what would happen until I got out. Sure. When I found out that I was going to have trouble turning my wrist and all of that, because with the cast, I didn't know. Right. So, so what I, instruments do you play? Primarily, I started on piano, okay. so and I became the, became the organist of my church at age 11. So I've kind of been in church all my life. Um, and so basically keyboard instruments. I can play some guitar, just mm -hmm. some little bit on other instruments just to help others when I'm doing workshops. Right. I ask that because I'm also a musician. So if I had been through your situation, like I play drums and percussion, so having my wrist broken, fingers smashed, I would have been internally probably externally freaking out a little bit. So I guess I'm saying props to you for just kind of keeping your composure. When you have family, I think the thing that got me the most in the situation was, you know, like Paul said, just whatever you, situation you find yourself in, I found contentment mm -hmm. until my wife got there. She looked at me and she immediately turned her back and that got me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That that got me. You know, her hurt got me. Sure. And... Um, so it's still when I still visualize that it gets me. Sure. So we're we're so grateful that, you know, through that initial process that you had really good care. And when it was therapy time, fortunately, you know, our occupational therapy team was there to work with you. Susan, when you met Mr. Reed and, and saw his injuries and, and saw the plan that was laid out for him, what were your thoughts? When I first looked at the plan, I was thinking, oh my goodness, he's going to be in so much pain. He's going to be so stressed and upset. And I think the thing that kind of started our whole relationship is, as therapist and patient is, you know, when I looked at him, he just looked like a man with a lot of hope and a lot of strength mm -hmm. and very much determination. And you can pretty well see that with a patient the first day, usually, you know, or you, you see that over a period of time. But it was kind of difficult to communicate because he had his mandible, had been, had surgery, they had done an right. ORIF, and so he couldn't speak because he was wired together. Mm -hmm. So he had a lot of bleeding with his fingernail. Boy, we, we battled with that for about Ooh, almost yes. three months, I oh, think. Wow. You know, it was a, it was a big deal. And... We kept trying to get the op report on the wrist, and we finally got that, or or the whole, what they did at the med, and uh, finally got that. But the whole way, he had very, a uh, very stiff hand, but he was determined, do whatever you got to do. I want to get it back. Mm -hmm. I want to get back to what I need to do. 
Yeah, Mr. Reed, what was the therapy process like for you? Well, I got to speak about you guys first. You know, that's 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 for anything. That's the major part of any process for me. The people that I have to deal with, they were very professional. Mm -hmm. They took my situation personally, and so I was very very relaxed there. I, I felt, you know, I thought it was going to be drudgery. You know, it was a joy to get there. You know, when I wasn't there, I was looking to get back there. Sure. Because it was uplift. The conference, the, you know, the conversation. The encouragement was great, and uh, I mean, everything about the experience was, was great. Now, if I'm a little emotional today, I'm gonna tell you why. You know, so my car was total, mm -hmm. and so at that time, I had no vehicle. And so what we did when I came from the hospital, I just went to stay with my mother. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, I moved the whole family, my wife and my kid, grandchild in oh, there wow. with mom. And uh, for two months while I was going through and getting that, so she would be the one to bring me in the morning. So, and I, I think about that now, even now, because the week before everything shut down with COVID, mm -hmm. uh, uh, she passed away. And I just think, I said, well, look, look, you know, look at what God did for us. Absolutely. You know, he put us together in the same house. That was the greatest <laughs> joy. I got a picture now. Mm -hmm. And I was going in the house, got this cast on my arm and all bat. And she's walking behind me with a smile on her face like, <laughs> I got my baby back home. <laughs> and, and Mr. Reed, that's a, that's a big part of your story is, like you mentioned when you were in the car, is that, you know, with any injury, there's a, there's a physical aspect of healing. But for you, you exemplified that there's there's more to our healing than just the the physical aspect but there's a you know that internal that spiritual part of our lives that uh carries us through and and that was the thing that was most impressionable for me about you is is how you talked about that peace that you felt even though the car was crushed on top of you and you were mm -hmm. you know it had slid under that trailer so um, I think for uh, those that are listening to this podcast, you know, if you could just take a moment to speak about how your spiritual life helped you through uh, this journey that you took. Well, my spiritual life is basically just who I am. You know, I, I work at Southside as a teacher. I tell people what I do in teaching. Those are just my tools for ministry. Mm hmm. You know, and my music and all those, those are just tools that, that, that God has given me to work with. Uh, I teach life, and life is, is in Him, mm -hmm. period. When trouble comes, when things are happening, I mean, that's where, where I'm going. Like in 2014, my oldest child, she's got a heart condition, you know, mm -hmm. when she was born her, I forget what you call it, so my wife has to always correct me on what's <laughs> going on. But she was getting a procedure done and uh, it went bad at Vanderbilt. Mm -hmm. They accidentally lacerated the corner of her liver. Oh, wow. It took them 50 minutes to revive her. And I remember believing, I said, God, I had a peace. And I've always understood God would give you a peace. So if it's frustration or whatever, I know that God ain't in it. God gives me peace, even though when the situation might be tight like it was that day. I said, mm -hmm. God, but you promised me. I, I just know, did I read you wrong? Did I get this wrong? I said, I, and I said at least two or three times, God, my daughter said, I see you. And when I said, I see you the third time, that's when the peace came. Mm -hmm. And that was God's message to me, I see you. And when I was for a short stand in Jackson General and um, 2018, and I see you, I had a peace. Mm -hmm. I said, do what you gotta do. God's got this. 
And so through everything that I've, I've been counting and gone through, I feel that if there is, um, I'm within God's providential will. Sure. It's a place that, that he's leading all of us in. And uh, it may be some bumps along the road, uh, along the way, but you're going to get there. Oh, yeah. So did I kind of answer? <laughs> I know I went on across the road, street, and That's okay. came across Perfect the field. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting, I'm sitting back rem- reminiscing all the benefits I got from doing therapy with you because I got some of these life lessons oh, sure. since we were. Absolutely. <laughs> and and if, if you have that outlook and you rely on God for everything else in your life, why wouldn't you do the same thing for your healing through physical therapy? So That's amazing. So as far as your hand, are you fully recovered? Can are you back playing the piano and oh, doing man, all the yeah, wonderful I'm things back that you playing? Wow! Um, <laughs> and I never had a doubt that I would, because with that wrist being like it was, she was working on getting that wrist where I could turn it back flat. Because what it was, my hand was like this, so you can't play keyboard like mm-hmm. this. So, but I found a way that I could play one note with this hand here, <laughs> play chords with this, and put my foot pedal in yeah, there. You go. I, I worked. You started playing way before your wrist was healed. Yes, yeah. I played, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and, and, and they had told me I would never be able to do this right here. I mm-hmm. balled my fist up. I said, yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of taping went into that, didn't it? I said, I'm going to be able, but the, the, the miraculous part of it, and it's not fully healed. It still hurts, mm-hmm. but it's not painful. It just to, to bend it and try to get it all the way just and I found out that some things that I you know I took I'm a I'm a trained pianist mm-hmm. and I got I graduated in piano performance oh wow so I just there were some songs and things I thought I would never be able to do before the accident right I can do them now <laughs> awesome. so uh, yeah yeah I, you know you, you 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 trust God and you just keep pushing yeah right. and, uh, that's amazing yeah. Susan, what's it like to, to see your patient now and from where he started to Ooh. hearing him talk about being able to play pieces that he didn't know he could play? Right. It's, it's very um, touching and emotional because I feel like I kind of walked alongside him through that because he was very real from day one and we were able to communicate so well and, you know, be able to talk about, you know, what hearing what he wanted to be able to do and watching him get there mm-hmm. so persistent you know that's half of therapy is mm-hmm. is somebody that really wants to get well and he works so hard for it and to hear that he's doing more than as the scripture says more than you can ever ask or think that god will provide you know i just think that is the coolest thing right as as healthcare providers yeah. it's it's so rewarding to yes. to see our patients reach reach their milestones and that's why you know at sports plus we we're so happy that we're able to offer occupational therapy because the skill level that our our occupational therapists bring to the table uh, allows us to treat those really intricate uh, injuries that involve the hand and the upper extremity that sometimes extend beyond the realm of other forms of therapy and so to be able to offer that to you in your hometown i think that um, was probably invaluable to you um, related to, you know, the transportation issues and just the peace of mind of knowing that right there at your back door, you had a team that not only had the skill to take care of you, yeah. but also had the compassion and the care that I think we all look for oh, yeah. um, as health care providers. I just uh, maybe want to interject something. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you a curveball now. 
Because <laughs> when I first met him, because I didn't really know him. So, I'm, I, you know, I, I talk. I'm trying to get to know everybody. Sure. And so he knew me, I think. And uh, so once he got this, we got to talking, I found out we knew the same people and the background <laughs> and all that stuff. And and uh, Miss Susan and Miss Joyce were so so kind to me. They were doing such a good job. I, I didn't have any problem with that. But so I had a connection to him sure. as well. I said, well, he is, he is he not going to ever work with me? <laughs> <laughs> I remember you asking me that question. <laughs> no, you, you, you were in great hands with Susan and yeah. Joy. So. And, but that's what, that, that's what I wanted to say about being there. Because mm -hmm. I was like, gosh, I'm like, it's... Is this for real? I mean, it was like, what nobody else in the world. I'm going to get you through this. Mm -hmm. This is how this happened. This is what's going on with this. And I'm like, really? I'm saying to myself, because, you know, uh, you live in a world of skepticism. Sure. Whether or not people are real, authentic, you know, is it just a job? Mm -hmm. But out of that, God, I received a family out of that. Mm -hmm. You'll say yeah, a lot of we, people that have. We feel like your yeah. family. Yeah, yeah. We, we feel like your family. And, and also from a. You know, from a treatment standpoint, it's important when we're treating an injury like yours uh, that we're able to provide that individual one-on-one -on -one attention uh, because the injury is, is so delicate that we can provide, you know, those services the way that we want to, the way you need, and uh, pay attention to the details. So it allowed you and, and the therapist working with you to really develop that bond and uh, I think you and Susan have become lifelong friends because of that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Joyce and I mentioned many times how having you was a blessing to us. Wow, yeah, and I got to, well, I don't know if I met Joyce's son, but we were at the All West event together. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I had taken some pictures and I caught him in one of them. Yeah. And uh, so it was just, uh, you know, everything, I try to make connections. Sure. And. Uh, because yeah, once I believe in something, I stick with it. Mm -hmm. and, and I believed in the team. Now, it was tough leaving Brownsville when I went back to school <laughs> right, right, to, right. to go to the lift. I'm like, I'm saying, why do I got to go to the lift? I didn't, I didn't want to leave Brownsville. Well, we didn't want to give you up either, but, uh, you know, um, West Tennessee Healthcare is dedicated to providing uh, services throughout its its coverage area throughout West Tennessee, mm -hmm. and so is that with us having fourteen locations that enabled you to go back to work and still not be stressed on you know how am I going to get my therapy? Mm -hmm. So you still got to see some of the same faces yeah. that Susan at Lyft, yeah. um, you know, right here in Jackson in in the back door of where you work. So we were grateful to be able to offer that to you, uh, so that you can continue therapy with ease. And you fit right Absolutely. in wherever you go. And you became family there too. <laughs> I guess that that was just a remarkable part of being in the trauma center and getting ready to go into surgery. That people, you know, I made them feel, I tried my best to have them feeling comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so then they were, then they had the little tug of war thing. Because I feel if I can get you to feel comfortable, then I'm going to be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yes. so it's not a, like I'm not going to get anything out of this. Right. Uh, but uh, you know, the person who's going to be operating on you is not having a good day. That yeah. in a roundabout way makes you not have a good day. Right. So. A very insecure feeling. Yeah, I'm not going to anger you if you're going to be serving me, me my food. Right. <laughs> 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 Well, uh, thank God you're doing okay. 
Thankfully, your therapy is working and is continuing to work. Well, this has been awesome, Mr. Reed. Thank you so much for coming in today. All of you, thank you you for coming in today. This has been great. And this has been another episode of We Talk Health.